Hey everybody, Snicks here. Just wanted to let you all know that this particular episode was recorded while we were driving in a car. Um, unfortunately, the audio was more uh, messed up than usual, but uh, please bear with us. It starts to mellow out towards the end, um, but apologies. We will do better in the future with the audio. Still a work in progress, but thank you guys for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Snakes and Ho Show. And we are here with another episode for that ass. You're talking about active listening. I forgot to stay on this relationship topic for this year. And this episode will be discussing active listening. Alright. So let's just go over what our definitions of active listening are so that we're all on the same page when you understand what we're talking about. And, and mind you, this is not necessarily, it's like our meaning of it. I feel like it's a general meaning. But um, it's also what it means to us because everybody has a different yes. active listening. Always have to remember we are the self-help, no-help podcast where we share the little we know put on the show. So that does not mean that we are licensed therapists or have any professional knowledge. This is just answers that we've came up in our head to questions that we have been presented with life. Yeah, essentially, it's just our opinion for whatever the hell it is. Please do not follow us. You know, I mean, follow us definitely. Yeah, follow, follow like, know. subscribe. I don't want to work anymore. I don't want to work. Anymore. This is the only option. So I don't work anymore. Please. Well, let me become an influencer. Okay. Well, I can be so influential. I'll use my powers for good. I will go against Taylor Swift. Okay. 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 You're getting a little bit too excited. While he goes cries in the corner, let's get started. <laughs> okay, back. Go back on topic. <laughs> so, in my opinion, active listening is not just hearing what your partner has to say which a lot of us tend to do because I hear a lot. It's actually listening and not just using those words against them, like saying what they say or listening, holding on to like verbal jujitsu, but understanding the intention behind what they're saying, in my opinion. Yeah, like I, I believe that as well. It's like, you know, I can listen to you, but if I'm not absorbing it, if I'm not understanding it, if I'm not processing it, and you know, at least trying to essentially listen. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like that's not considered active So essentially, it's it's listening with the ability to understand. That's a my that's why I want to do it. Um, so I'll let you lead this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm just talking about the definition and like examples of active listening. Okay what it means to, you know, actively care what somebody says and be invested into the thought or intention behind the words. I think nowadays we've become so combative in our relationships that we tend to hear what people say and come up with a response 
instead of trying to understand where is this coming from? Is this coming from a place where you want to hurt me? Or am I just taking it as hurt and disregarding it and like as an argument starter? Or is it coming from a place of frustration, love, you know? Like, because it's not always about what you say, it's about how you say it. And I feel like that has been lost a lot. Like, people, especially with text messaging, because there's no tone. So when you text and you communicate, you actually read and you put your own interpretation on it. I feel like active listening and active communication, we can change it too, is more about actively trying to understand someone's intentions and someone's meaning, if that makes any sense. Well, yeah, it makes sense. I feel like it's, it's you taking yourself out of your pocket, essentially getting out of your feelings and trying to understand another person's feelings or intentions. Yeah. And I'm know? terrible at that, to be honest, because um, I am more of like a litigator. I'm a lawyer, so I like in my correspondence with individuals, I tend to be like, oh, but you said this, knowing damn well that you meant it a different way, but because I can use it as a spin. Yeah. Or, like, they could mean something in that specific moment, but as we grow and we change, they can change out. And a lot of times, that, that right there, and like a communication thing, we'll talk about that later, but, um, yeah, just because I say something in this moment doesn't mean that I can't grow and change. Because it, it comes with time, it comes with experimentation that you figure out, hey, this is not what I'm really into. Um, and that's where the active listening also comes into to play. You're hearing where a person's coming from and understanding that, hey, people change. Yeah, that's true, but at the same time, I don't know. Because I'm a type of person where... I do change and I do grow as an individual, but I will still hold you accountable for what you said and what I interpreted of meaning. That's why now I try to be more grounded in understanding what people say and I question things more, but not to be inquisitive or be invasive, but just to have a firm understanding and to ensure that we're on the same page so that we can progress correctly. That's just me, but, and then also I deal with dumbass people, like, active listening in my regular life, like, dealing with coworkers and supervisors, and not a lot of that happens, so that when I get home, a lot of the time, me personally, I don't want to hear anything, because of such of the terrible communication that I had at work, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like I look at that because like I look at that both ends, not even both ends. Like um, there's a duality to that. Like cause I do see like understanding that and somebody who's around you also understanding that to the point where like, hey, you had a stressful day. Let me give you your space or do something to kind of like mitigate that. Granted, I don't have to because at the end of the day, you have to be able to regulate how you feel. But it also goes into another factor of you know, we all deal with bad days. And it's just like, how do we 
prepare ourselves to not only handle the pandemic, but go home and kind of do things in a manner that doesn't create extra problems for the, the people that we do essentially care about. Don't get me wrong, I know you probably care about people at your job, but essentially we, we get jobs in order to kind of progress through life. So it's like, which one is more important? A lot of times we treat the job more important than our our personal life, I feel. But, but. I mean, yeah, that's why I understand that, but at the same time, I'm just talking about me in particular. Um, hearing so much and fixing so many problems in my professional life, like being that guy that people come to when things break and being that guy that has to make decisions on like we didn't get no items in on our truck we substitute like all of those decisions that I have to make professionally the last thing I want to do when I get home is make a decision so when I state that like in a relationship and I'm hoping my partner is listening sometimes you know those things get pushed under the rug you know what I'm saying like Sometimes I still have to step up and make a decision because um, I'm choosing not to vocalize how frustrated I am. I'm not speaking so you there's nothing for you to listen to. You get you get what I'm saying? So it's more on the communication aspect. Like a closed mouth don't get fed. I feel like you have to be able to say how you feel and when you feel it. And I know sometimes it can be difficult. And I know sometimes that causes issues between me and my relationship because if I'm just like, listen, I know you got an attitude with me, but it's Friday and I don't want to fight and I don't want to argue, so can we get past this and just move on to the next stage? Sometimes that makes that person feel undercut and their emotions aren't valued. And it's not that their emotions aren't valued and that they're undercut. It's really that I just don't want to use our time together as a negative viewpoint. I want to talk about it, get over it, and move on. Well, yeah, that boys, because, like, like you said, regardless of how the intention is, it's still like a disregard. Like, hey, well, I got feelings too, and I get that you feel this way, but I still feel that way. But it really just boils down on the individuals as well as the honesty, the open communication, which, as we segue. That is the next topic of discussion, which is open and honest expressions. Um, yeah, because I mean, you can be active listening as much as you want, but if, it, if there's not an open channel, channel of communication, then you're not listening to anything. Yeah. Um, and then as far as um, that goes, um, I feel when we are expressing ourselves open and honest. It's, it's, there's one side where it's like, okay, trans, full transparency, I'm going to tell you everything that I'm feeling that's on my mind. Sometimes that can be a little bit overbearing, but um, at the same time, it's like in a relationship, I feel like you should have that kind of connection or relationship to the point where something's bothering me, let me tell you what's bothering me. Sometimes it's super easy. Other times it's difficult. Sometimes you don't even have the words to describe it. I have a rule of thumb for that. My rule of thumb is 
if it involves my partner, I let them know, and I hope, and I try not to hold them accountable if it doesn't. Like, if I have a bad day at work, I'm not coming home. I try not to come home and take it out on anybody. Like, I try to leave my bad day at work there because my partner had nothing to do with it. Now, if me and my partner have a disagreement and I'm upset and angry, I will try to talk about it with them. But at the same time, I also want to, you know, I have to process things mentally when the clothes come before I can. What's the word I'm trying to use? Before I can express it, because I can come off very aggressive, and that won't be my time. Like, and, that, and that's understandable. I feel like we all need our moment to process and gather things. That's why, like, when we were talking about, um, you know, I don't want to go down this road. And it's like, the way that comes off is like, okay, you have processed it, so you're fine. But I have yet to process it. Disregard that process that you wanted to move on, and that's how we can kind of come off. Granted, the bigger picture is let's not waste time on something that is, in my opinion, usually trivial. And it's not just I've processed it, sometimes I just want to be like, let's process it together. Like, if you feel some type of way where you don't want to speak to me and you want to be withdrawn and you're upset at your partner then I feel like that's the moments where you should be like, all right, let me talk about why I'm so upset. Let me talk about why I'm feeling this way. Because if not, then you just want to be withdrawn. And I feel like that puts a chip in the arm. Like, I don't know exactly why you're upset. I can't read your mind. I can't understand it. How do I know not to do it again? Or how do I know how you felt? Or can I explain how I felt? so that you can see that it's not personal, it's not directed towards you. Like, there's so many different variables instead of just being mad. And I get needing to have your time to process. That's fine. Like, if you need your time to process, figure out, get your orders, get your promotions in orders, that's fine. But also, don't punish me. Like, don't withhold affection. Don't change your temperament. Like, if you feel some type of way and you feel like you need time to process, do that, but try to remain yourself because I feel as though I didn't do anything wrong and I'm being punished for being myself. But that's the thing, like, what if that is yourself, the way it process things? Because now it's like, I got to change myself in order to make you Then communicate that. Like, just communicate the feeling like, hey, I'm not really upset with you. I'm upset at this situation. I'm not doing this because I'm upset at you. I'm not making you feel any less love or any less validated. I'm doing this because I'm trying to figure out my feelings. And then that's cool for me to be like, all right, I'm going to let you alone so you can validate your feelings instead of me being like, what did I do to make him mad? Why I got to figure this out? Like, okay, he's not touching me. He don't want to joke with me. He don't want to laugh with me. What happened? Something serious? Is what's going on? God forbid. And I'm not just saying in our relationship. I'm saying in relationships in general, people do that. Your brain starts going 100 miles a minute because you don't know why. You don't know to what extent. You don't know if someone else is involved. Imagine if you were a person who did that for days on end. 
Yeah, because I, I don't even know. I see her as like I reason her as a, a bad perspective. She does breathe, but uh, just it just breathes contentment. Like, contentment, but like also closure. I feel. But it's like at the same time, it's like what happens when that doesn't happen? Like what happens when you can't get that? It's like are you gonna just literally just be in that questionable state? Because I look at it like. Um, relationships where you just ended it cold turkey and you don't have that closure. Like, are you still gonna be wrapped up in what ifs or this, that, and third? And I'm just saying this mainly because it's like everyone has a different personality to the point where, like, okay, I'm with you, and I know you do this. So it's like, do I bring it up knowing that this is something that you're probably gonna do again because it's a part of your nature, a part of your character? And that's when, like, I feel like understanding your partner is another thing because it's like, I know that you do this. Bringing it up really is not going to solve the issue per se, but it's, that it's like, I'm going to bring it up and it's just going to happen again. So if that's the case, do we even bother dealing with it? Are we just processing, get over the feeling, and then move on, understanding that this is how you are? I don't know. That sounds like complacency to me. Like, I don't want to be complacent with my partner. And I don't want to... I don't ever want to make my partner feel bad. I don't feel like that's my job. I don't feel like it's my job to teach, train, or bring someone up that I see as my equal in life, my partner. So it's not my job to make you feel bad because you made me feel bad. It's my job to understand that I hurt your feelings, and it's my job to take it from there and try to work on myself. But the whole tit-for-tat, I feel bad, now you feel bad thing, I don't like that. The bad breeds um, bitterness in my eyes. Like, that has the whole parent-child dynamic in relationships that we can feed into for active listening and why it's so hard. Because I feel like that tends to happen. Like, there's always one who will get mad. So, because that person will get mad, you don't want to be open and that person's not going to listen to you because you're not saying anything for them to active listen to. You get what I'm saying? And if someone's being open and honest and it, and you want to chastise them because it makes you feel some type of way, then that's like a detriment to the point of having a partner. Yeah, but like, let's see that. I'm just saying like, there's going to still be I know I and I'm I know I'm not perfect. I'm just talking about in the grand scheme of things. Like I would never get mad if someone told me the reason why they were mad at me. You get what I'm saying? If I knew the reason why you were mad at me, then we could talk about it. And even if it's just something that I won't change within myself, if it's just part of myself, then I'm gonna state that like, hey, that's just part of my personality. It's who I am liked it before if you don't like it now i don't know what to tell you you get what i'm saying like yeah it's better to be open with your feelings in my opinion than closed because if you're closed off about your emotions then what are you sharing like what is this partnership about i like i look at it like It's, it, it falls into so many daggone rounds because even with that uh, situation or that uh, way of going about things, it's still the, it could be a lack of communication and just understanding 
button so much, but because you don't have any relation to it. Like there's never been an incident or an instance where you felt that way. Like it's like I, there was like this this uh, situation where they were talking about like I think individuals in uh, Japan or whatever the case may be, like how they don't have a word to express happy. So it's like when you're feeling that emotion, there's no word to express it because of something that happens. There's no way to describe it. So my thing is like going down the road of understanding somebody when you don't have that ability to understand. Like not negating the fact that you can process it try to understand it by trial and error but like what flavor you never taste yeah what happens at that moment where someone is trying to tell you how they feel but you have no way to truly understand i mean it depends on the person and in the perfect world if that was to be the situation then you could try to equate it to something similar but at the same time you should be able to communicate and describe how emotions and things make you feel and if that person doesn't understand and truly doesn't understand then maybe that person isn't the right person for you that is definitely a possibility but also at the same time I I also look at uh, relationships at work so it's like under I like my thing is like I understand that I am not consistent or I am not um, as strong emotionally as most other people. Like I have strength of emotions because I understand my emotions to a certain extent, but I also am I fall victim to my emotions on a number of occasions. So it's like, and I'm a trauma bunny that's been through so much trauma so I understand and can compartmentalize and push through things. Yeah, which is, is good and that's the thing like like for instance there's individuals uh, where let's say for instance I'm not using myself as an example um, I can process my emotions to the point where I can identify them but I can also detach from them you know, in certain situations, similar to how you were saying about that, but it really is selective. It's like, if I have no choice in that manner, I'm the one that's going to take the lead. But I know that because I detached my emotions, they will come back later on because I still need to process them. So with, with that situation being said, it really just depends on the damn situation. It really depends on the situation and what it is. Yeah, because like, my thing is, like, if you're willing to work in the relationship and you know you're not perfect and you know there's going to be incidents where it's going to, you know, you're going to hit heads with whoever you're in a relationship with or whoever you just, and when I say relationship, it's not just romantic. It could be a friendship. It could be any type of connection that you have with another person to the point where um, you're going to butt heads. I feel like that's growth, in my opinion, because you know what areas where you're going to clash understanding where you're coming from is like the communication should be there to at least hey let me express this let me explain this you may not understand it but this is how i feel in this moment because my rule of thumb is if i'm gonna be naked with you forever like if you're my forever partner i'm gonna be naked with you forever if i'm comfortable sharing my literal form with you my body with you 
then I should be able to tell you whatever without judgment, fear, or negative consultations. Like, if you're the steward of my body, you're the person I'm choosing to share my body with for the rest of my life, then I should be able to tell you how I feel whenever I feel it. And you should be able to handle it. Like, if you can handle me, the best parts of me, you should be able to handle the worst parts of me. Mind you, I know everyone's not perfect. I know not everything is for everyone. Not every day you can share your mental health. Not every day you can share your emotional health. But if you are my person and we are to be together forever, like, if that's the consultations that we have in this relationship, then I should be able to share my whole person, my whole body, my whole personality, my whole thoughts, my whole words. You should be able to you should be able to handle it and you should want me to give it to you. Uh, ideally, yes. I understand that. Um, That's why, and my whole thing is a lot of the times we're not listening to each other and some people will tell you like they're not able to handle it. Well, that, that goes into like more like managing the conflicts like in a constructive way like you're gonna butt heads you're gonna have those instances where um, I'm gonna express something to you and it may be a complete like opposition to like how you feel about it or just like oh I live this life this way you live that life that way and because they come together and it's polar opposites or slight differences it breeds an, an atmosphere that could be toxic or just just could be just a misunderstanding or a lack of understanding or some sort of like ill like I'm with you and you like doing A, B, C, and D and the mind frame another thing that comes with active listening is to understand that there's no right or wrong answers to a lot of these questions true I, I like, will Definitely co-sign that. You cannot believe, you can't be thinking going forward, you are right. Yes. You can't believe you are wrong. Like, yes. There is no right or wrong. Like, whatever stipulations or conversations you have within the relationship is what it is. Like, it's yeah. not supposed to be any type of way. No it's however way you want it to be. Like, we're all adults. It's 2024. If you want to do something and it's not hurting nobody, then go ahead and do it. So like just even this the conversation about active listening and in relationship. Some people don't even fucking want active listening. They just want it to be toxic. That could be yeah, some people unquote, chaos is their norm. Is. Yeah. Like some people growing up thought it was cute to have a boyfriend to argue with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like And and that boils down to individual relationships. And that's why like granted, I get it. Like my mind friend is of what relationships look like to me so I'll be probably judgmental to the next person but at the same time I do also understand that each person is individual and each relationship is individual so understanding that I can't project my ideas on a relationship when I don't even know those people or those individuals yeah. involved and how they interact with each other Yeah, you know some people are in monogamous relationships some people are in open relationships some people are in yeah, whatever the case may yeah, be. Whatever makes you happy, as long as you ain't hurting no kids. Yeah. And you ain't anybody in general. No yeah. malicious intent. 
as long as it's no malicious intent, nothing wrong. If you just minding your business, living your life, go there, mind your business, and live your life. But don't folk in the same token, don't be those people trying to fill shoes. Like I have, for instance, I'm not putting no names out there, and if y'all listening to this, you know who you are. I had a brother, well, I have a brother who will tell you till he's blue in the face, he don't care what people think. But at the same time, he operates a lot on on care, like on um, status. He's a very status-driven person. He wants things to be done a particular way. He wants to be seen in a particular light. And he does things to make sure that he is seen in that particular light. And he does do things to a certain standard, which is cool for him. But at the same time, I also have a brother who does things based off of what he wants to do. And the one who does things more based on status will judge and like talk a little shit or whatever based off the brother who does whatever he wants to do. And one typically who does whatever he wants to do and doesn't care, who moves like he doesn't care, um, is typically, in my opinion, more happy than the one who does things based off status and is trying to do things right into the mindset of what people consider to be right. Yeah. One has like a more outward looking in mentality, while the other one has an inward looking out mentality. And I feel like one, the, the more you are yourself, the more you can, uh, in a way that is uh, respecting your identity and your being, the, the, I feel the more uh, happy you're going to be, or the more at least comfortable with life you're going to be. Because a lot of uh, the things that we see, in my opinion, are just, it's material and, and really are not that fucking important when you think about it, speak my language. Like, the reason why I say that so passionately is because of the fact that, like, all this stuff you pick up, like, the cars you drive, the, the, what, the value we put into money, the politics, the sport, all this stuff was created to form a system that we felt as I feel like most people felt, hey, this works and it keeps us organized and there's no security. Yeah, it's security. There we go. There is security in the. This segment's the break. Segment's the break. We'll be right back. This segment's the break. Just taking a moment. Yeah. We're coming back. Coming back. Guess what? We're back. technical difficulties but we're back back and up and running but like I was saying um, I think to have security within relationships you have to be able to be actively listening and communicating and not taking things too serious like not 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 taking things too serious not taking things too personal because you made somebody feel some type of way, it's not for you to be angry about. That was one of my biggest pet peeves growing up. And that's something that happened in my household a lot, where we weren't allowed to be angry. We would get angry for being angry. 
you weren't allowed to have a full expression of emotion. Yeah. And um, I feel like that happens a lot in relationships now because people feel some type of way when their partner's upset. Like, how dare you be mad? Like, you don't have no reason to be mad. I don't give you no reason to be mad. Well, you're mad because I'm mad. Like, I hate when people are mad because other people are mad. That also goes into a lot of word fiction. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's gonna be a trigger. Like, yeah. like somebody's gonna trigger somebody to be mad, and that's why. Like, should you be mad at that? Because it's a trigger. Because that's also their way of processing it. But at the same time, hey, yeah, you're mad, but I still don't have a chance to process how I'm feeling. And that's where like, I think understand. It, I think it falls on both ears. Like, everybody has to be an adult when it boils down to it. Like, you have to be a grown up. You have to be able to understand that if someone is mad at you has nothing to do with you for the most part unless you did something stupid and if you did you should be apologetic but someone's mad at you they're going to apologize I mean if you did something that deliberately hurt someone and they're mad at you and you care that they're mad at you you should apologize I'm just saying that you have to be able to listen understand and comprehend someone else's feelings before you can be with anyone else. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it really boils like that too. It boils down to just... And you need to yourself. actively listen to yourself. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Before you actively listen to Somebody anyone else, else you have to actively, have to actively listen to yourself. Because if you're telling yourself over and over you don't want to be in this situation, you don't want to deal with the problems that you're dealing with, and you continuously do that to yourself, yeah. how the hell you want to deal with somebody else? Yeah, at the end of the day, I feel like the more issues you have with yourself, the more self-absorbed you become. Don't get me wrong. So there's some people whose personalities are just that, but like when you're so focused on how you feel, what you feel, and then how that is looked at, you're so absorbed in yourself that you don't see how you're affecting other people. Then it just goes into this snowball effect of you being this person that other people look at in a negative, quote unquote, light, and then you further reading into the whole worry, some anxiety-induced uh, situation that you become more locked into yourself, more closed off, more you know maybe you know you take that and project it onto others. There's so many. Variety. That really just comes into actively listening to yourself, but also actively learning about yourself mm. and understanding yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, so many people fall in that right, in my opinion. Like, myself, I, I'm constantly doing work every day to, to try to be a better version of myself, you know? And this is, and like, even after I found how bad I was in situations, my biggest thing is, like, I had to look at how I was wrong in every situation and process that. Because it wasn't just a one-sided situation, generally, unless I'm dealing with somebody that was extremely problematic. But the relationship that I loved or I really cared about and that went south usually wasn't just a one-sided situation. That makes sense. I get it. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. I feel like relationships in, in general are a lot of work. And you have each each relationship you have with another person or whatever the case may be is individual so you, you gotta balance these 
various, I feel like, personalities. Unless you're a person that truly doesn't care and you're just me is me, it's gonna breed some type of anxiety feeling. Not even anxiety, just a mindset when you have to interact with somebody and you know that, hey, if I say this, they'll get offended. So I won't say this. Or I'll say this and they will get offended. Or if I do this, they will get offended. So I won't do this. Yeah, I feel like that's what you have to do in a professional setting. I don't like that in the relationship setting. The most the most comfortable I should be able to feel is when I'm with my partner. But that's I feel like that more so I shouldn't um, be walking on eggshells around. Yeah, more so the romantic atmosphere. Don't get me wrong, best friends and all that stuff. Family. Like you mean best friends and family. But for family it's a little bit different for me. Because family doesn't have didn't have a choice to know me. So sometimes I hold it back because you didn't have a choice for me to be your son. Yeah. So I'm your son. I respect how you feel on certain things. I'll leave them alone. I feel the way I feel. You didn't have a choice for me to be other than your son. So I'll conserve myself now just to grant you the peace that you need. I'll give you more grace for family because you didn't have a choice. Now, relationships... For me, and very much in particular, I've always given the option and the disclaimer in the beginning. Like, this is who I am. I'm sure this is who I am. I'm grounded in who I am. I like who I am. Um, It's not going to change for you. It might change for me. But for you, I will not change. So you should be prepared to handle and enjoy who I am without having the idea that you're going to change me in the long run. Which is understandable. So it's like, and I also look at, um, I understand you do firm in yourself. That I understand because you're firm in yourself. Um, and I feel like most people are still learning themselves. So you're, you're not going to get a p- person nine times out of ten that is off the eagle level or playing field of you. Yeah, but you um, shouldn't be out there thinking that you can change somebody. Well, no, I don't necessarily think that kids, but like you got to look at just situations where I feel like some people unconsciously manipulate people. So it's like you're unconsciously changing someone, even though. Either your mindset doesn't think that's the case, or um, you're just like, well, if I do this, this person will get this, and it's and it's better that they do this, and that falls in that to that same mindset of changing somebody. So it's like, okay, if you're changing somebody that's more beneficial, is that okay versus changing someone to to seek your benefit, like versus them getting the benefit of the change? That makes sense. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Because certain people will think that... I think changing and influencing are two different things. Because I can influence someone to do things differently from a different perspective rather than change their mindset on how they feel about the circumstances. Like, you can still feel like having a scooter was a good method of transportation. Like, you can still feel that way. But 
I changed your perspective and let you know that a car is more universal. You can use it all year round. Scooter is also as good, but for longer distances, you will want to use a car. Like a different perspective will bring influence in the decision you made instead of trying to change your mindset and fundamentals. Like, oh, having a scooter is fucking stupid. Who the fuck would want to have a scooter? You get what I'm saying? Essentially, yeah, it, it really just, I feel, just boils down um, on the individuals and those relationships. Granted, this this is us speaking, or my well-being, I should say, because I'm not going to speak to you, but interjecting in our, well, my idea of like what a relationship looks like for me. Um, but again, my sense of kind of explaining and helping others understand an aspect of myself. Yeah. That's just what we're doing. So I think that's it on active listening. Alright. Alright guys, thank you for listening. Please feel free to comment, you know, like and subscribe, like, all that good stuff that makes the podcast prosper and continue going forward. Um, Thank you and have a great rest of the day.